So let's write it that way. In America, and that's how people say it. Sure. I never liked it in past jobs where we had to write dates a lot to, uh, when I was a historian at Parks Canada. It was always day, month, year, which I never liked. And I think visually I don't like it that it's number, word, number. When it's written out, all numbers, I'm a little more ambivalent. But I feel like having the two numbers beside each other when you're writing out the month in full makes it look better. Having the two numbers beside each other makes it look better? Mm-hmm. Okay, you're nuts. Because it's way better to have the number and then the word and then the, the number. I disagree. Why? Why is it better? Because it sep- separates that stuff. Well, I got so angry, I unplugged You're breaking yourself. Yeah, jeez. Come on, man. Like, get, get it together here. I can't hear you yelling at me because <laughs> I unplugged my headphones. Yeah. So you're all uh, you're all fired up about this, there, Scotty. Yeah. Well, I'm just uh, you know, uh, uh, king of segues. I'm on the uh, points bet invitational site and trying yeah. to input some data, and uh, just just intrigued by how different it is uh, okay. for different things. You know. Yeah, different people use different things. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, you can call me crazy, <laughs> but uh, I like day, month, year. And if you want to put the month in words, you can. If you don't, that's fine. Uh, it just works, man. It just works. I guess you know everyone the, has their own preference. The only exception will be if you have stuff in Excel. Yeah. Uh, sometimes it's easier to put the year, month, and day, or like in. Yeah in your file structure just because they'll sort chronologically easier but sure you know other than that yeah i'll tell you scott this is definitely the hard-hitting curling news everyone comes to us for exactly that's why (laughs) that's why we're here so uh otherwise how you been doing well looking forward scott we kick off our season Uh, we're recording this thursday night the 21st of September, 2023. And we kick off our season on Monday. Scott, how is your preseason training going? Are you ready to kick things off on Monday? Well, I only had one beer tonight. I see you're uh, drinking a beer right now. So you're yeah. you're in your way. Um, <clears throat> no, I'm still trying to kick this something that has been affecting me the last couple of weeks. And I thought I had it. I thought it was down and out. But... Yep. I don't know. So my, my dry land training is, you know, good. Uh, I I feel like I'm in healthy shape. Uh, I've been, been getting my steps and all that stuff, but, uh, but otherwise, no, uh, I got to think about strategy and and all that. And it's just, 
you know, September really sneaks up on you. Yeah, you really got to get that dry land training in so that you can stand there. It's really onerous and, and yeah, exactly to, uh, yeah. To, to be standing. So I'm looking forward to getting the season started. We have a weird schedule in that we play, and, and personally, I play twice next week and then don't play for a week. And on our Monday team, we have a game, then a bye, then it's Thanksgiving, then we play again. So yeah. it'll be three full weeks in real time between games. So that, that's a weird way to start the season. Yeah, it is. It's almost uh, almost better to get your bye over with at the first draw. But uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, that Thanksgiving, you know, really a uh, kind of annoying week that we have to take off given it's right at the start of the year. Yeah. 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 That's a lot of clubs later in the year. Yeah, a lot of a lot of clubs, a lot of leagues, they they will not start till after the Thanksgiving week. So yes. we're lucky we get a couple early games in before that, but uh, we do have that longer break. Indeed, we do. And uh, as we get started next week, so does the TV curling schedule with the 2023 Points Bet Invitational. This is the single elimination event that Curling Canada started last season. This is the second edition of the points bet. Always enjoy how teams who are sponsored by like Bet365 or somebody else put this on their schedule, how they write it out. Usually they just call it the Curling Canada Invitational, which is great fun to see. Scott, uh, this event, in addition to being obviously a single elimination tournament, is also a cash spiel in which the winning teams will get $50,000 and everybody gets money for showing up. And then each game essentially is its own cash game. Scott, mm-hmm. second year of it. What did you think of it last year? And now that you've had time to think about it, we're going into the second edition. What are you looking forward to this year? Or are you looking forward to it? Yeah, well, last year what we saw was uh, you know the seating didn't really matter i believe it was like carruthers won the men's and uh remind me who won the ladies gonna have to look yeah yeah um but it wasn't like the number one seed just rolling to it um i believe it was team jones with you are correct yeah yeah Yeah. so you know it was it was sort of like oh that's like kind of cool and being able to see the single elimination I thought was interesting. Uh, so yeah, I'm like, I'm looking forward to uh, getting it on our, on our TV, you know, uh, TSN curling in September. Yeah. Uh, but I, I feel like last year I was not here for the whole event, like in my house. So I didn't see too much of it. I don't remember where I was just that it was somewhere as else. Yeah. Yeah, I'm kind of looking forward to it as well. I will not be around for the whole tournament. I will not be able to see the finals. And actually, that's right. I think most of it, I think I'll see one game for each team. But it should be fun. I I don't know. I I do struggle with some of these early season events, Scott, as you well know, and I've said before, and I I will say later in the show in a part that is already recorded, anything before Thanksgiving doesn't really count. So this is just for for fun. So just warm up, you know, just warm up. So Scott, let's go through the brackets. We will do our bracket live on the show because there is the million dollar challenge, which is all well and good, but we are also bringing back Scott 
our billion dollar challenge. That's right. That if anybody gets a perfect bracket, we will give you one billion dollars in access to Patreon content, which we don't have, but we may have it in the future. So maybe we'll get a billion dollars worth of stuff. Who knows? I can't say, I can't tell the future, but it's a billion dollar challenge for us. A billion dollars in value. Yeah. So, uh, but we will fill out our sweep 16 bracket here live on the show. Scott, let's start on the men's side and let's go through the games. Let's start with the number one seed. That is Brad Gushu. He is your defending Canadian champion, finished first on CTRS points last year. He is going up against Greg Balsden and his team, which won the War or the Canadian Club Championship last year. Greg is a name that is a little familiar to some folks. He's played in national events before, pre-trials, that kind of thing, and now is playing at that club level. Scott, for as much as this may not be a close matchup on the ice, it has been a phenomenal matchup off the ice. Greg Balston and his team on social media throwing some shade towards Brad Gushu, <laughs> who's throwing it right back. So this is a, obviously it's all good natured and fun, but this has been kind of fun to see these two teams going back and forth a little bit on social media. See if anything translates to the ice in terms of a competitive game, but it would be a surprise to see Greg Balston pull the upset. It would be a surprise, uh, but you know, it would be pretty fun just to see an upset. Uh, I don't think it's going to happen, but uh, no, it's uh, nice to get uh, Greg Balston, you know, a team, a, a team that's not uh, going to get a lot of opportunities to play on TV. Uh, you know, a chance to get uh, maybe some airtime during the broadcast and uh, yeah, have some fun while they're out there. Yep. So they will play or the winner of that game will play the winner of the eight, nine matchup between Sorry, Sean. Are we, are we picking uh, the game? As we oh, go. You, we want to do it as we go. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm going to go crazy and do something that nobody expects. I'm going to pick Brad Gushu. Yeah, yeah. That Okay. <laughs> Me too. All right. Uh, so if that true turns out to be true, they will play the winner of the John Epping-Ryan Weeb game. A lineup change for John Epping from last season. This year, he is there with Matt Cam at third, Pat Jansen, and Jason Cam. So a different lineup for him. And he will be playing Ryan Weeb's team out of of Winnipeg, Manitoba, along with Ty Dilio, Sean Flat, and Adam Flat on the front end. Scott, we've seen over the years, John Epping can be up and down. What do you expect here? Yeah, I, I think it'll be a good test. You know, uh, at the beginning, he's got a pretty solid team. It's not like uh, any of these guys are uh, slouches when it comes to curling. Uh, Matt, we saw, put on a bit of a show at the Briar a few years ago as uh, as Epping's third. Um, but this Ryan Weeb team, I th- I think like, you know, they're young, they're uh, thirsty, you know, they... Uh, got to the semifinals of that uh, next gen classic uh, a few a few weeks ago. So yeah, I think like maybe that uh, young energy, that hunger uh, might come through. Or do we value experience at the beginning of the year? That's sort of the question that I'm weighing. 
Yeah, it's, it's a tough one. But I think since Weeb has had more on-ice time so far, at least in the competitive environment, it might give him an advantage in that one-game scenario. So I'm kind of tempted to go with the upset here. Let's do it. All right, so we are going with Ryan Weeb over John Epping. All right, let's move down the bracket to the 5-12 matchup. Reed Carruthers and his new look team with Brad Jacobs stepping in at third position. Derek Samogoski, Connor Negevin round out this squad. They're going up against Johnson Tao, the Canadian junior champion who is playing with Jaden Newart, Zach Davies, and Andrew Noel. Zach, uh, but tall task for this junior team to play such an experienced squad as Reed Carruthers, but Brad Jacobs still sort of integrating himself into the team. They had a couple of events last year, but what do you expect on this matchup? Yeah, I think this will be a good matchup. It'll be, uh, this This again is sort of that experience against the, the younger energy uh, I think they can keep it close for a bit, but uh, if we're talking over the over the stretch of a full game, uh, it might be tough to hang. You know, you might be able to absorb one or two punches, but uh, eventually you go and hit them hit the mat. So uh, my gut would be to pick Carruthers. Now, Scott, I've heard your argument. I've heard your rationale here, and I think I'm afraid I'm going to have to agree. To agree and say that uh, Reed Carruthers is probably going to win that. So let's put them in and they will play the winner of the 4-13 matchup, which is Kevin Cooey, of course, with Tyler Tardy, Jacques Gauthier, the big change to this team coming in at second, Kirk Martin at lead. They are going against Ryland Kleider, the team from Saskatchewan, those up-and-comers who have been around now for a couple of years, but a very strong team along with Joshua Mattern, Matthew Hall making his triumphant return to curling and Trevor or to like high level competitive curling and Trevor Johnson. Scott Kleider has some talent. Certainly he's beaten some good teams, but uh, can they top Kevin Cooey? Well, they, so they won the next gen classic. That's what got them this spot in in the event uh and kevin cooey you know he's had a year with tyler tardy but uh now integrating jacques gauthier in there carrick martin you know he's pretty steady he's not gonna uh, rock the boat too much at the at the lead position but you know it's it's like reading new releases yeah Uh, we got, got a tuck delivery there uh goes with Kevin's sort of like a half tuck delivery, I'd say. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, they're vulnerable. You okay. can talk me into it. What do you think? Uh, you can't talk me into it. Uh, Kevin Cooey is really, really good. And I don't think this is a spot where he falters. <clears throat> okay. So we're going with Kevin Cooey then? I mean, you, I said you could talk me into it either way. So. <laughs> well, then clearly take much to talk into that one then did it there you go all right let's move down to the bottom half of the men's draw here we'll start with the 6-11 matchup that is Karsten Sturme 
and he is going against Glenn Howard. Same lineup for Glenn Howard with Scott Howard, Dave Mathers, Tim March. For Carson Sturmey, Kyle Daring, Glenn Venence, and Curtis Goler round out the team. Interesting matchup here, Scott. It's probably kind of weird for people to see, well, Glenn Howard against Carson Sturmey, and Carson Sturmey is the higher-ranked team. Mm -hmm. So what do you expect here? Yeah, it is is a bit strange. We've sort of been waiting for Carson Sturmey to... Uh, rise up through the ranks and and uh, made his Briar debut last year. Glenn Howard, of course, made his Briar debut when the dinosaurs roamed the earth. Uh, <laughs> but uh, that experience and and it, it's earned, right? It's not like oh, you know, he's just been around forever, so that's why he's so good. He he just is so good, uh, and their team has been together for so long. I don't know. I, uh, I I sort of feel like a, a Team Howard might have the edge here just because they know each other and they they know what it's like to play in an event like this where Sturmey is still finding their uh, feet at, at this kind of an event. What do you think? Yeah, I think that's maybe fair. And, and we know that Sturmey's played some big events so far, played events so far, so he's had some time out there. I'm not sure what Howard's schedule has been. But Glenn Howard can always just make that last one when he needs to. So it, it's, uh, yeah, I don't know. But Sturmey's had some TV events now. He's played in the Briar. This is a tough one for me. But give me Sturmey, I think, in, in this spot. All right. For the first time, Sean, we're going to the virtual coin flip. Okay. To break our tie. Yeah. I'm going to flip a coin dot fun. Yeah. Dot fun. Dot fun. And I will flip one coin one time. Okay. Heads I win. Or should I flip five coins one time and the most goes through? Well, what's the difference? It's the same thing. <laughs> Is that more fun? No. Okay. Okay, here we go. Yeah. Go. It's heads. So we're going with Sturmey. <laughs> we never said what heads or tails fun. I said a heads I win. Okay. Okay. Heads, heads, you win. So we're going with Sturmey. Boy, this is looking really chalky. I know, Scott. If we win a million dollars because of a coin flip, that'll be <laughs> pretty ridiculous. Uh, all right, uh, the winner of that Sturmey Howard matchup will play the winner of Matt Dunstone against Sam Moybrook. And Scott, Matt Dunstone, he comes into this event with very high expectations this season with B.J. Newfeld, Colton Lott, and Ryan Harnan. Same lineup there. The Moybrook team is Sam along with Kibbo Maluma, Wyatt Small, and Ben Pierce. They, Scott, are your defending U-Sport champions, the Wilfred Laurier Golden Hawks. That's how they got their entry here is the National University Champions. Tall task, though, to take down Matt Dunstone. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel like I heard of some people that went to Wilfrid Laurier University. So yeah. uh, I guess that's a, that's a legit thing. school. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, this isn't really fair, is it? Matt Dunstone might be the best team in Canada. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he, he gets the... The 14 team? I I don't know. Uh, I, I don't think there's much hope here. 
No, probably not, but they get to cast the check, so good on. And you know what? They they probably get to stay at home because Wilfred yeah. Laurie's in Kitchener. This event's in Oakville. That's like, yeah. what, 45-minute drive? Yeah, just that. drive up, a single elimination, <laughs> go, play, and then uh, you know take some of that cash that you're getting from showing up, and there's a couple of nice places in the KWR you can go. Have a nice night. Yeah, or like uh, hire a driver for the night, you know, go to the patch and uh, yeah, there you go. Yeah, so we like Dunstone in that spot. All right, let's go down to the final two matchups. We'll start with the 7-10. That is Aaron Slachinski against Mike McEwen. Very strange, Scott, to see Mike McEwen with the green and gold of Saskatchewan next to his name. But, of course, yeah. Mike McEwen is now playing with Colton Flash and the Marsh Twins out of Saskatoon and Aaron Slachinski, his team out of Airdrie, Alberta is Jeremy Hardy, Kurt Drummond and Dylan Webster. This is an interesting matchup here, Scott, uh, given that we haven't seen this new McEwen team together yet, but Slachinski, he's been around that Alberta circuit for a long time. Good team puts up good results, challenges mm-hmm. the folks there in the Boston pizza cup. I'm not entirely sure what to make of this one. So where do you stand? Yeah, my, I'm, I sort of lean towards Slachinski just because of how good they've been the last couple seasons. Uh, you know, they they trash talk like just uh, as well as anyone else. Maybe it's yeah. not trash talk if it if you back it up, right? Uh, yeah. But uh, no, I think they they sort of have earned this seven seed uh, in this event, and man, I. I just don't want to pick all chalk the whole the whole way down because we got to know that's not going to happen. It's curling, right? right? Anything can happen. Yeah. Or there's a bug flying in my head. Uh, we picked the nine seed to upset the eight. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't know. Maybe this is the other one where Mike McEwen, proven player. Uh, it is very weird to see him beside uh, the Saskatchewan. But that team, that Colton Flash team was quite a good team last year without him. Mm-hmm. They replaced Catlin, don't call me Caitlin, mm-hmm. Schneider with Mike McEwen, which all respect I think is an upgrade. It'll just be, are they ready for it? At, like McEwen's teams in the past have always done the gangbusters in the fall. Yeah, I don't know. This could be another flip a coin situation, Sean. All right, I'm good with that. Let's uh, let's flip that coin, Scott. Let's say heads is Mike McEwen, tails is Aaron Slichinski. Okay, and it's tails. All right, so we're going with Aaron Slichinski on that one. And then the final matchup here on the men's first round is Brendan Botcher against Jacob Dodson. Botcher brings back the same team as last year. Jacob Dodson brings Austin Snyder, Noah Garner, and Matthew Abrams with him. They are your defending Canadian college team champions. They are, of course, Scott, the powerful, the unstoppable Humber Hawks. Humber College. Hawks. Yeah, that's pretty, I mean, pretty good. Uh, good they have a great hat, there. man. They're, the hats they wear. It's they're green with a gold age. It really stands out. It's simple, but powerful really is a solid logo. Mm. Does it, does it look kind of like the Minnesota North stars N, but with an H instead? A little, 
but the you know that north star had the star coming from the end so that yeah. this is less busy it's more powerful it's just a big bold h i like it cool okay so we're not going to pick them to win but it'll be fun to have them get to play and like you know like the team from laurier oakville's pretty close you know you could take the go train there yeah uh yeah it'll be uh a nice a cool what do you got three grand We'll have five to look. Grand? It's it's. I think it might even be more than that. So I, I I think it was five to start. So and your expenses. But I guess if you're close, no real expenses. Yes. All teams receive five thousand dollars. So take their five grand and run. Uh, yeah. Because this Brendan Botcher team is really good, and I think last year was sort of the warm up, and and this year is going to be the the movie. If last year was the trailer, to borrow some parlance from our favorite baseball team. All right, Scott, let's take us through then through the rest of the draw. Let's go back to the top. So we have Ryan Weeb against Brad Gushu. I'm tempted to pick the upset, but uh, Team Gushu is so good. All right, let's go with Gushu then. Then we have Reed Carruthers against Kevin Cooey. So what I mentioned, you know, Kevin Cooey's got a new team. Maybe still trying to figure it out. So does Reed Carruthers. Yeah. Which person do you think can fit more seamlessly in Brad Jacobs or uh, Jacques Gauthier? Probably Brad Jacobs with more experience. More experience. So let's let's give the nod then to Team Carruthers. All right, he is the defending champion as well. Ah, true, true. All right. All right. Uh, that's before we go down. Let's pick uh, Gushu against Carruthers. All right. Uh, let's go with. I mean, it's never like exciting to pick Gushu, but he is really good. And Reed Carruthers won last year, so I don't know how exciting it is to pick Reed Carruthers and a repeat. So let's go Gushu. Okay. Let's go Gushu. So we have Gushu in the final from the top half. Let's go down to the bottom half of the draw. Karsten Sturme against Matt Dunstone. So, Sean, I think Dunstone against Botcher is the matchup that we're all wanting to see. Yeah. But I got to believe one of these two teams stubs their toe. Is it more likely to be Dunstone facing Karsten Sturme or Botcher facing Aaron Slachinski? I think maybe Botcher and Slachinski. Yeah, I sort of think so too. So let's put Dunstone through against Sturme. Yeah. Slachinski through against Brendan Botcher. Yeah. So then our we have the matchup of Slachinski against Dunstone in the semifinal. Give me Dunstone to set up a Briar final rematch. Yep. And who do you like to win? I kind of like Dunstone to win. Yeah, I think, I, think I, I, yeah, I, I agree. I think I like Matty D here. Let's do it. Okay, what will be the combined final score of the men's championship game? These are eight end games, I believe. So let's That's go right. with something pretty low. Let's say 5-3. So a total of eight points scored? Yeah. Submit. Our entry is Game of... Stone. We don't have to do the women's too. Submit it, and then we'll go and fill out the women's bracket. So here oh, we go. Oh, it's not one bracket, so I could win a million dollars on just the men. No, no, you have to get both of them. Oh, okay. I'm pretty sure. 
All right. Well, whatever. We're not going to win. And if not, then you get two shots at it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) All right, Scott. Let's move on then to the women's side. And we'll start with the 116. This is Carrie Anderson against Josie Zimmerman. Team Zimmerman is from Camrose, Alberta. It is Josie along with Bryn Wallachin, Claire Bevan-Stewart, and Darby Ann Swanson. They are your Canadian club champions. They get the privilege of flying from Camrose to Toronto to drive out to Oakville to play Carrie Anderson. I can think of worse ways to spend a day. I can think of worse ways to earn five grand. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah we hope they have a good time. I'm going with Anderson. Me too. The, they are all at the University of Alberta too. That's their uh, their club. So Okay. Oh, maybe they, I'm wrong on this then. Yeah, they won the Curling Canada Collegiate Curling Championships. Okay. CCAA. Yeah, so excuse me, that is the college championship, and uh, they're it's, it's, listed as the Augustana Vikings. Yes, the University of Alberta Augustana campus. So there you go. I guess doesn't earn full University of Alberta rights. Right. The, the way that UBC Okanagan now has full UBC rights. Okay. Yeah, so my apologies uh, on that. I got that one way wrong, Scott. Come on, man. I, I got the media guide here and I'll tell you the media guide on a, a regular, you know, men's or women's event is huge. We got 16 teams of each 32 yeah. teams in total. This is a giant media guide. So uh tip of the hat there to uh, the team at curling Canada for putting this together. All right. So let's move on to the eight, nine matchup. This is Kayla Skrillex. Saw her at the, Scotty's Tournament of Hearts last year. She's there with Brittany Tran, Jerry Lynn, Ranz, Jerry Lynn Ramsey, and Ashton Skrillick. They're going up against local favorites to us, Danielle Inglis, playing with Kira Brutton, Calissa Daly, and Cassandra DeGroot. One of two Ottawa teams in the field. But Scott, how do you like their chances against a very strong Team Skrillick? Yeah, Team Skrillick, they really uh, sort of splashed on the scene last year. Uh, and I believe Kira playing with Danielle is new this year, if I'm not mistaken. So uh, while I'll probably be cheering for Danielle, if I'm picking this bracket, I kind of think Skrillick will win. Talk me out of it. I don't know if I can. I mean, Danielle's very good. But so is Kayla Skrillick. And and I think from what we saw last year, Kayla Skrillick has a little bit more versatility in her game. I know Danielle can throw hits very well, obviously, to be a skip at this level. But Kayla Skrillick seems to have a bit more of the high hard one than I would say Danielle has. I think Danielle probably has the edge on the soft stuff at this point in Skrillick's career. But I, I would just lean a little to Skrillick on that. And maybe... Maybe a little more fearless too. Yeah, uh, we saw that with the shot to win the Alberta Provincial. Was just like, yeah. oh yeah, I can make that shot. And yeah. all of us at home were like, what shot? What are you talking yeah. about? So, yeah, yeah that can we'll get you in trouble through. too, though. It, it can, it can. But uh, the gumption, I think, yes. will uh, will put her through on that. All right, let's go to the five twelve matchup. This is Clancy Grandy against Holly Duncan. 
Clancy Grandy is there with Kayla McMillan, Lindsay Dubu, and Sarah Loken. Holly Duncan back at one of these events. Always fun to see her there with Megan Balsden, Rochelle Strybosch, and Tess Guett. I hope I said that right. Uh, Julie Tippin is along with them. Scott, Holly Duncan has had a pretty good career. So is Clancy Grandy to this point. Kind of an even matchup here, even though it is the 512. So kind of a coin flip one, but I got to say, I'm leaning to Duncan. Yeah, I, I, I'm sort of leaning to Duncan too. Like uh, we saw Team Grandy really uh, do make some noise at the Scotties and, and sort of come out of nowhere to win BC last year. Uh, I I like their team. I think they're uh, they're really solid. I could see this one going either way. So I maybe it's time to break out the coin flip. But uh, how strongly do you feel about uh, Holly Duncan? I, I I really like it. You really like it. Okay, I do. I gotta say. Okay. Hey, and we've got uh, Rochelle Brown as the alternate uh, for this BC team yeah, back on the scene. Okay. Okay. You've uh, talked me into it. Okay. We seem to have lost our, okay. No, we're good. Holly Duncan. Let's go. All right. Uh, let's move on then to the four thirteen. Caitlin laws against Abby marks. Caitlin laws, no change to her team with Selena Negevin, Jocelyn Peterman and Kristen McCush and Abby marks. Her squad is made up of herself, Eliza Crow, Kim Bonneau, and Juliana McKenzie. They were the runners up in the Next Gen Championship. They got the spot because the champion of that, Serena Gray Withers, won the U Sport Championship. So, goes to the runner up. Kind of the same way that Holly Duncan's there because she finished as the runner up in Ontario and Rachel Holman had the spot elsewhere. So, that's how Abby Marks gets in. Scott, it doesn't matter how you get in. You just got to get in and you got a chance. But you have to go against Caitlin Laws, very strong team. So do they have a chance? No. Okay. So we got <laughs> Caitlin Laws going through. All right. Second half or the bottom half of the draw, Christina Black going against Nancy Martin. Scott, these are two of our favorite skips. Uh, it's kind of a bummer that they're playing each other. The, this early in the event, Christina Black there with Jen Baxter, Carly Everest, and Shelly Barker, Nancy Martin with Lindsay Birch, Madison Kleider, and Kristen Karwacki. These are two really fun skips, two fun teams. I kind of want this to be the TV game. Probably won't be, but those are the breaks when you're dealing with national broadcasting so I don't know, Scott. I, this is I, total coin flip for me. I, I don't even want to pick. I want them both to win. Yeah, I want them both to win too. Um, Kristen Karwacki, uh, gold medals at uh, three Scotties, I think, right? As the alternate for Carrie Anderson? 2021, 20, 22, and 23. Yeah. Pretty good. Pretty good. Do gold medals break the tie? Um, or do we give the edge to the blue nosers coming up? 
Oh boy. I think this is a coin flip time, Sean. So All right, let's do it. If we were flipping a dime, then well, I would say tails would be Nova Scotia. So sure. let's do that then. Okay. I'm going to flip the coin. And it has landed heads. Nancy Martin. All right. So we have Nancy Martin moving on in that matchup. But let's go down to the 314 matchup. This is Jennifer Jones and her slightly rejigged team going up against, and I'm absolutely right this time, Scott, the junior champion, Myla Plett, her team from the East Coast. Uh, excuse me. No, they're from Ardrey and Sherwood Park, Alberta. Maya LaPlatt, along with Alyssa Nedowin, Chloe Fediuk, and Ali Iskew. Scott, those are some last names on that team that are reminiscent of a women's national championship that uh, holds great memories for a lot of folks. Yeah, a little about uh, 10 years ago. Uh, yeah. They're in that range there. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So... You know, young team getting a chance to show on the stage. Yeah. And they get to play against another young team led by Jennifer Jones, but another young team. Yes. So Jennifer Jones there with Carly Burgess, Emily Zacharias, and Lauren Lenentine, of course. Mackenzie Zacharias stepped away for the season. Scott, can the youth and energy and all that of Myla Platt's Take down probably the greatest women's player of all time. I mean, you could, you could, uh, I could be convinced that they have a chance. Um, I, I don't think it's a good chance, but it's definitely a chance. Like, you know, you got to be pretty good to, to win the juniors. It's, it's just about the, the reps, right? Yeah. And do you have enough reps to be able to, if you're in a close game, against Jennifer Jones. Are you going to be able to come through in that seventh and eighth end? Or does the nerves and sort of the, the moment get to you? Right. Uh, I think that's the tiebreaker in this. Uh, both very skilled teams. Jones obviously is, uh, like you said, the best, probably the best ever. And, uh, and so we, I think we give them the edge. Yeah, I'm good with that. Uh, it takes a while to learn how to play on arena ice and on with the TV cameras and all that. So yeah, let's go with uh, Jennifer Jones. Okay. All right, the next matchup here is the 7-10. It is Isabella Ladisseur going up against Serena Gray Withers. Team Ladisseur is made up of Isabella Ladisseur, Grace Lloyd, Jamie Smith, and Rochelle Steele, they're from Whitby, Ontario. And as I mentioned, Serena Gray Withers is the defending U Sport and under under 25 next gen champion. That team is made up of Serena Gray Withers, Catherine Clifford, Brianna Cullen, and Zoe Cinnamon from Edmonton. Scott, these are two teams that we don't know too, too much about. So another one that could be fun as a TV game probably won't be the TV game because we don't know much about them, but an interesting matchup. Yeah, definitely an interesting matchup. I think uh, so. Ladusur was also at the Next Gen Classic uh, this year, right? Yeah, at the U twenty five Next Gen, went two and three 
on the week. Um, so I think just based on that, I'm going to give the edge to uh, to team. Oh boy, sorry, my this bracket is tough. Uh, to Gray Withers. All right, let's do it. So we're going with Serena Gray Withers in the 10-7 matchup. And then finally, in that first round, it is Rachel Holman against Shaylin Park. Shaylin Park from the East Coast. That's who I was thinking of when I said earlier from the East Coast. It is a Shaylin Park from Moncton. They are the club champions. So it's Shaylin Park along with Krista Flanagan, Lynn LeBlanc, and Shannon Tatlock. They're going up against Team Homan with... Tracy Fleury, Emma Miskew, and Sarah Welk. Scott, I, I haven't seen if Heather Nedwin is going to be playing in this event or if Rachel is back. If Heather Nedwin is playing, and yeah, there are rules about who gets seated where based on points. Okay, whatever. It's September. It doesn't matter. It should have been Homan playing against Myla Plett so that... Mother-daughter matchup? Yeah. What are we doing? It's yeah. see, it's right there. Why are we even here? Like, come on. It's a TV <laughs> yeah, come show. Come on, man. It's a TV show. It's a TV show. Yeah, there's no uh, alternate listed in the media guide, so I'm not sure. Uh, yeah, if Rachel Holman's playing, I take it all back. Yeah, but that would be yeah, that would be fun. Yeah, and you, you got to think Heather Nedwin's going to be there, you know, to watch yeah. her daughter anyway. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah, and again, if she's there, just in the crowd, just put a mic on her. Yeah, just put put a mic. Come on, it's not hard. You what are you scared of? Yeah. You're scared of curling Canada. Yeah, you could take it off the coach. Yeah, the coach doesn't another need another one. Yeah. So Scott, those are our first round. Oh, we're just uh, Rachel Holman's going to win. That's what we're picking, right? Uh, yeah, that's what we're okay. picking. All right, so let's take this through. Then let's go back to the top of the bracket. So we have Carrie Anderson against Kayla Skrillick. Are you tempted? No. Okay. Carrie Anderson, it is. All right. Then we have Holly Duncan against Caitlin Laws. I really like that Caitlin Laws team. All right. So we'll put Caitlin Laws through. So that gives us Anderson against Laws. I really like that Caitlin Laws team. All right. So we have Caitlin Laws going. Sorry. What did you, what did you say? Yeah, I like Caitlin Laws. Yeah, okay, through. I was just making sure. <laughs> I said the exact same thing, Sean. Yeah. I could have edited the sound clip of me saying it the first time. All right, so we'll go Caitlin Laws in the final. On the bottom half of the draw, we have Nancy Martin against Jennifer Jones. We do. I kind of like a, a Nancy Martin run. Yeah? Just crazy enough to work? Yeah. Yeah, okay. And then we have Rachel Holman against Serena Gray Withers. I think if Holman's going to fall in this event, it's going to be here. Okay, I, I disagree. Okay, so we'll we'll go back to... Uh, I mean, the they've already won an Rachel event, Holman. Scott. I know, I know. That's why I think like Gray Withers has won an event too, and that's uh, true. You know, it coming on both coming on hot streaks uh, could be. All right, could, yeah. All be. right, let's say yeah. Make a name for yourself, kids. Like, let's do it, Serena Gray Withers. <clears throat> okay, and then I th- I think she would go through. 
against Nancy Martin. Yeah. So we have Caitlin Laws against Serena Gray Withers in the final. I really like that Caitlin Laws. <laughs> All right. So we will go with Caitlin Laws on the women's side. So we have Matt Dunstone and Caitlin Laws to win the points bet invitational. Those are our brackets. Scott, if we are successful and win a million dollars, it's been a good run. You know what we'll do? We'll make uh, do a remix or a cover of the Bare Naked Lady song. Yeah. If I had a million dollars and we'd yeah. say all the things that we're going to do with our million dollars. Okay. Let's do it. What will the combined score of the championship game of the women's bracket be? I think it'll be a little higher. Let's go with uh, seven to four. All right. 11 total points. Submit. Success. Nice. Okay. All right. So we are locked and loaded with the points bet. Invitational. You can let us know what you got for your sweep 16 if you are successful. And again, if you have the perfect million dollar draw, get a billion dollars from us uh, in Patreon access. And you know what? Go uh, spend some of that money on our merch store. And if you need some clothing to wear for your games, head on over to GameStonesPod.com. All the merch is there. Sweatshirt, t-shirt, toques, mugs, glasses, all sorts of stuff for your curling season. And of course, you can follow along with everything we got going on. Wherever you get your podcasts, likes, rates, comments, all that good stuff on Twitter and Instagram. We're at Game of Stones Pod, Game of Stones Podcast on Facebook. Let us know what you want to hear in the show. Game of Stones Podcast dot Game of Stones Podcast at gmail.com. Scott, as I said off the top, we are getting ready to play. But it's still kind of warm outside. I'm always thrown off when I go to the curling club to play a night game and it's still light outside. It always mm-hmm. feels weird. Yeah. But we did it. We're here. Time to roll. Time to roll, Sean. Yeah. Uh, real quick on the merch stuff. If there's any uh, issues, let me know about it because there could be some items that cost more to ship to certain places. Uh, I've set it up to try and optimize for Canada, but it doesn't always come through. So if something is like a crazy amount of shipping, please let me know about it and I'll see what I can do to uh, source it differently. But uh, for where we are, uh, I think, I think we're okay. It is, it is still warm, Sean, during the day, but I have been awake pretty early the last couple of mornings and my car has had quite a bit of condensation on it. You know, Uh, those evenings are getting cool. I've put on, a nice game of stones hoodie in the morning to make my way out of the car and, and off to work. So yeah. And I looked outside last night, I think it was seven 20 and it was dark yeah. or getting dark. And I thought, Oh boy, that's crazy. So curling season upon us, it's not too crazy. No, it's it's that time of year. Fall is here. Curling season's here. Just need the colors to change on the trees. That's right. That's, That's right. About it. So as that happens, as we get into curling, as the games start coming up on TV, we'll be along the ride with you. So we'll talk with you next week. But until then, keep those brooms on the ice and don't dump that intern. Make the final...